gives you two choices when it throws everything at you. You can let it swallow you whole or you take those lemons. And as the old saying goes, you turn it into sweet, delicious lemonade. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. Welcome to Lemonade. I'm your host, Elizabeth O'Neill, and I'll be sharing the incredible stories from inspiring people who've turned the hardest times in their life, their lemons into lemonade. Because let's be real, we all want to know how they did it, the lessons they learnt, and what life is like sipping limoncello on the other side. Let's get juicing. Hey guys, and welcome to this edition of the Midweek Squeeze. Um, You're probably noticing a little bit of hesitation in my voice because usually I have these really prepared and I've got all these chat points and things that I want to discuss, but... This week, I'm kind of coming to this episode with nothing, which is really quite frightening for me because I like being really prepared and having something insightful to share or lessons that I've learned that I want to pass down. But yeah, this time it's just, I couldn't, I've been, you know, racking my brain trying to think of some some kind of wisdom or something that I can pass down that would be of use and overstressing like that just made everything feel really made it feel not genuine anymore and um, you know I try to lead with a really vulnerable heart and really I try to be really vulnerable because I think that's the only way that we can you know that we can help people and um, make people feel more included and get people to open up so Oh yeah, I've kind of just been yeah sitting there trying to think of something that, and then I just realised, well, why don't I just use these use this episode just to just to chat about how it's actually been? You know, sometimes it's not wrapped up in neat little packages, and you know, of the lesson I've learned in the last week, and it's all ready to share by Thursday morning. Sometimes it's ongoing, and for me, that ongoingness, <laughs> for lack of a better word, is anxiety. And if you suffer, or so I don't like to use the word suffer, but if you endure anxiety, you know what I mean. Um, and if you don't, maybe you, you can learn something because it might help you with people in your life who do suffer from it or endure it. Um, I've been super, super, super busy, which is great, but my body can't really tolerate um doing too much it starts to get really quite stressed and when I get into that stressed frame of mind and feeling really overwhelmed um, that tipping point goes pretty quickly into anxiety so for the last couple of weeks really um, I have just the last couple of weeks have been laced with anxiety to some extent and it's something that I haven't seen for a while I've been really balanced I've been I started the year feeling really grounded and really emotionally stable Um, and I think because I've just been so busy, it's just, yeah, tipped me over the edge a little bit. So, um, I know, I guess to give a bit of an insight, it's waking up in the morning to a racing heart. It's, you know, for example, this morning I woke up and I just, from the moment I opened my eyes, I am working through this huge list that I have to get done because if I don't get it done, I'm not going to feel satisfied and everything is just going to implode. Um, and that means by the end of the day, I realize I've just been working and chugging through this list and haven't been a present mom and haven't been the kind of mom that I'd want to be because I have to get all of this done right now. And if it's not done right now, 
things are going to be bad. Um, and that's how black and white it can literally be in my mind. Um, and, you know, that's all accompanied by a really racing heart rate and a sore stomach because it hurts my gut and it gets really bloated and I get really sore in there and crampy because the mind-gut connection is so strong. So that's where it goes straight away and headaches and um, feeling, you know, I've been feeling really, really irritable and snappy because I just have zero tolerance, which then makes me feel like a terrible mother because I'm not being as patient as I'd like to be. And you can probably just hear the spiral that that thing goes down into. Um, and also the other side, you know, I think everyone thinks of anxiety as being that racing heart rate and on the go and needing to do a million things which is what I am like but the flip side of that is that it completely and utterly exhausts me and it means that come 10 30 in the morning I'm absolutely drained and my eyes are heavy and I could fall back asleep um, and that debilitating kind of fatigue is just relentless and it just clouds my entire day Um, And, you know, nothing I'm saying here, and I try to always make this point in all of these kind of chats I have, nothing I'm saying here is remarkable. None of this is special. None of this makes me any different to anybody else. But I just feel in sharing it and talking about it, it helps. It might help other people because this is the kind – the whole point of this podcast is to share the stories that I would have wanted to have heard once upon a time when I was in a pretty bad place um, and that's exactly what I'm still trying to do. So just sharing what it can be like for me might be helping someone out there listening who gets what it's like or – or lives with somebody like this as well. And I think, you know, I really wanted to share it as well because, yeah, as I said, it has been really good. I have felt really balanced and settled. But that's the thing with things like anxiety. It can just sneak up and tap you on the shoulder and all of a sudden it's back um, and it's back in a big way and it's beating down your door and it's finding you and it's telling you that it wants you to take notice. And I think what I have learned with anxiety is when I feel it coming on and when it or when it really takes hold of me is my it's my body giving me signs. It's my body telling me to slow down. It's my body telling me to rest. It's my body telling me I've taken on too much. It's my body telling me to refocus on what actually matters. And what actually matters is to me is being a good mum to my son and my health and um in terms of my physical health and my mental health. And when I'm super busy, that's what all falls by the wayside. You know, I'm not spending quality time with my son because I'm not being present or, you know, I'm eating crappy food or I'm not eating because I'm not hungry. So, um, yeah, I did, you know, I did just want to share that. And, uh, you know, and I think another thing as well, as you can probably hear it in, in me now, is that it also just gives you this utter brain fog. Like I just feel sometimes I flip between being super wired almost to completely forgetting what I was saying, what I was talking about and just come late afternoon, I all I can do is lie on the couch for about an hour or two because everything is just drained out of me. So if this sounds like you, if this sounds familiar, I just want to say hello and say that I see you and I get what it feels. Um, and if this doesn't and this just sounds like I'm crazy, um, you know, I hope you might have learned something because that might give you an insight to what it can be like for the people around you who could be dealing with this as well. Um, 
The things that I do find that really help me, and I've discussed this so many times, is exercise of some form, whether that's swimming or running or yoga or whatever feels good for you, and slowing the F down, like allowing yourself to rest and have a day, an afternoon of watching Netflix if you can't commit to a whole day. Taking, you know, meditating, meditating morning and afternoon for me is a really big one. Even if my mind just races the entire time, I always still feel better after it. Um, talking it out with somebody, journaling, um, eating really, you know, it can't be understated the importance of eating really good food um, and taking care of yourself and cooking because when you're reaching for quick fixes or you're not eating, that is just going to make it a thousand times worse. So there's some of the things that really help me. Um, uh, yeah, so I think that's that's just what I felt like talking about this time. You know, there are so many of us that – get what this feels like you know i think the statistic beyond blue says the statistics are one in seven australians deal with some kind of anxiety and that's just a huge number i think it's something like two point something million australians um and that's just that's just massive so the i think the whole thing is we just we just strung out this is a society that is being super busy and not resting and taking on a million projects is rewarded but that's not how our bodies are right are wired they're wired to be able to rest and to move in a really healthy way as well i know when i've got a day that i've just sat at a desk all day god that makes me feel so crap by the end of the day so i guess my advice is yes not my advice i guess the point of this is to tell people who know what i'm feeling that i see you um and to you know know that that can just be life i don't have a neat package to present you this week i don't have a profound life moment that i want to share i just want to share that sometimes it can be pretty crappy um and that's that's it that's life really um and it's not always glamorous and instagram is bullshit and doesn't really tell you what's going on behind the scenes which is why it's so important for things like this um and for us to be talking about it and normalizing it because it makes us feel less alone i think Another thing I wanted to share, because I feel like the mums will get this one, is that my son started kinder this week, which was is so exciting. I just, when I dropped him there on Monday, I just, my heart just swelled with love and I had all tears in my eyes and, oh my gosh, it was just the, I felt so proud and it's not like he'd really done anything. That was just, you know, the natural progression, but I was so proud of us as a unit and seeing him going to kinder, so he, he's so well settled and he's so resilient and he's such a happy little boy and I felt really proud of myself I guess for the last few years of getting him here and just watching him be this incredible little man that I love so much so that was just a huge moment um mixed with a bit of sadness I guess you're letting them go and you're miss you're losing you know with every step with you know with daycare it starts with daycare and then kinder and then school you know they're being pulled further and further away from you um but you're equally just as excited as well. But then today was his second day and I turned up and um, for some reason I'm the only one in the whole class that wasn't told that the time had changed. So we missed his second day today and this is where the anxiety discussion came in. I just felt like I had absolutely failed, that we just missed it. And I just felt so stupid and ridiculous and how did every other mum know but me? So obviously there's something wrong with me and these are the kinds of things running through my mind. And I just realised it and took him back to the car and he was really sad because he was so excited and I just was 
bawling my eyes out in the car and I must have just looked crazy and he's just in the back just saying mommy what's wrong mommy are you okay and he's just he gets so he's so empathetic he just gets really concerned when I feel sad and um, you know then his dad calls me and asks me what happened at kinder and I just start bawling my eyes out to him and oh it just all came flooding out and I think it was that those anxious thoughts in my head telling me that I should have known and I should have been this and I should have been on top of it but um, you know, sometimes shit just happens. But I found it really interesting, though, that his dad's advice was, oh, you know, don't. And he meant well with it. He's like, oh, don't cry in front of him. Don't show him you're upset because he's going to think it's a really big deal. And that is true. And of course, God, I know that that is not the end of the world that he missed his two hour staggered kinder today. Like he'll go again on Monday and it'll be full hours by then. Well, the normal four-hour day and it'll be absolutely fine and we're not even going to remember this but just in the moment I felt really crap and I disagreed with that because I think it's really important for our children to see us across the whole spectrum to see us when we're really happy and things are going well and we're excited and to also see that sometimes that mummy can cry and sometimes mummy can feel sad and sometimes mummy can feel a bit anxious and sometimes mummy could feel angry and and showing him that these are all so normal. It's all so normal to be feeling all of these feelings and more. And, you know, I don't I don't want him to just see me curl up and give up on the day, which is what not what I was going to do. But he watched me feel upset, tell him why I was feeling upset and just give him a big hug and say, it's okay, you know, things like this happen and the next week will be really good and kind of pick myself up as well. And I think that's really important for kids to be able to our children to be able to watch that behavior and know that whenever uncomfortable feelings come up for them or things that make them feel a certain way that it is okay and it is healthy and it'll pass and healthy coping healthy healthy mechanisms to get through it as well so um yeah, that's 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 what I really got out of that experience. And of course, of course, God, I know worse things happen and it is not the end of the world and it was fine, but it was just in that moment, I think, just beating myself up a little and that horrible mum guilt that any mum listening will get um, that is just oh, – fucking hate mum guilt. It, it, it freezes me. It, it makes – it follows me around. It keeps me up at night. It wakes me up in the morning and it tells me during the day that I'm not present enough and I'm not doing a good enough job. Um, and it's just all stuff, pressure that we put on ourselves because my little man has had a wonderful day and he's fine. And as his dad actually said to me, he goes, it's so fine. He can just have two more hours with his mum. And that's it, just so true. And that's the way that, you know, that's the flip side of thinking that yeah, we had two more hours together because I'm so busy the next two days and I'm not going to hardly going to have any time with him. So anyway, I guess that's the end for someone that didn't have much to talk about. I've now taken up <laughs> almost 15 minutes. Um, so uh, thank you for tuning into this ramble of a midweek squeeze. I hope some of it was helpful at all. I didn't really, I didn't even remember what I was saying really. Um, I am looking forward to dropping into your earphones again on Monday with another uh, with another interview. Um, and as always, I would always love, as you can tell, I'm almost scraping the bottom of the barrel here. I would love suggestions for whichever, whatever you've got for midweek squeezes. Um, 
Oh, actually, I should bring up that I'm launching something really exciting on Monday um, with my incredible life coach slash business coach slash really dear friend, Monique Barry. I am going to be getting her in once a month to uh, discuss where, and we're just going to be having conversations about things that we find important and interesting. Um, she has lit- – she – she says she hasn't, but she definitely has, has saved me in some of my darkest moments and has been such a great source of strength and wisdom and kindness and compassion and empathy and love for me over the last couple of years. So, um, and it's helped me so much. And I know a lot of people don't have access to that kind of stuff or just haven't even thought of it. So my way of giving back is by bringing her onto the podcast once a month and sharing all of her incredible knowledge that has helped me so much. So I can only imagine that it would help you as well. So our first episode for, will drop on Monday and that'll be every four weeks. We'll bring out a new one where we discuss a different topic. Um, but our episode on Monday is all about love and relationships. Um, and it actually morphs into a pretty interesting conversation. Um, it's not the normal how to find a boyfriend kind of shit. It is literally working on yourself kind of stuff and all the stuff that we've learned as both single mums and have gone through a lot. Um, yeah, so I'm so super excited to bring that to you. Um, thank you for tuning in again and we will chat very soon. If you want to reach out to me on Instagram, you can at Elizabeth Anil, which is A-N-I-L-E. Whoops, I just dropped something. Um, Otherwise, cool. Chat soon. Thanks, guys. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.